The more you drive on the highway, in the pitch blackness of the middle of the night, the easier it should get for you. Donald had been a truck driver for over 15 years, working for three different companies, and he was basically a master at the midnight highway run. He had done at least two dozen overnight runs since working for the furniture company he was currently employed for. He never settled down, so being on the road was never a drag on anyone but himself. Driving trucks all the time and pulling overnights, sometimes you need to stop and sleep. Some long-haul trucks have luxury sleeper cabs, so when you need to, you pull into a rest stop and crawl into the back seat. Well, not a back seat, per se, but a bed set up with some blinds you can pull over the driver's seats to block out any unwanted light. Some of them even come with a built-in TV or mini-fridge. Others can be so luxurious, they almost resemble a tiny RV with a little kitchen and even a shower. This all depends on who you work for, of course. Donald... Not so lucky, but it didn't matter to him. He was happy with the size of the bed in this one, because his last one felt almost like cardboard. So, this bed was enough luxury for him. He was used to these runs so much, he would map out the rest stops on his path, and calculate how much time between them, so he would figure when he might crash. If he had to change his mind, he needed to know how far he was from the next one to decide if it was worth going the extra length, or if he could make it. He's heard too many horror stories of drivers dozing off during long hauls and trucks getting turned over, causing major accidents, and he never took the chance. The only accidents he's ever dealt with were fender benders, mostly people doing it on purpose to try and scam an insurance claim. Thankfully, this company had dash cams, so they never had to deal with scammers. It wasn't cold, but it was mid-September, and the autumn air was creeping in little by little, especially at night. The cab in Donald's truck had a mini heater, but half the time he slept in his clothes anyway. It made it easier for him to get up and get back on the road in the morning. It was close to 2 a.m., and Donald started feeling like it was about that time because the little sleep monster was creeping up on him. He took notice of the current exit he was passing and cross-referenced it with where he was and where the next rest stop would be. It was about at least another 30-minute drive. He could hold off. Of course, he didn't really have a choice. The time flew by sort of abruptly, since Donald felt himself getting more tired by the minute. Not many cars on the highway either. The occasional light from the other side of the road startled him awake when his eyes got heavy. Finally, he made it to the rest area, and he was relieved. He pulled in about 30 yards away from another truck that had parked there. Sometimes, the rest stops can be packed, and you gotta squeeze in like sardines. But thankfully, it was only Donald and two other trucks, so there was more than enough room. He parked, turned the truck off, and gave himself a big stretch, letting out a wide mouth yawn like that of a lion. He reached up to turn on the head interior dome lights, and as he was going to press the button, he caught a quick glimpse of a face in the passenger window. As soon as the light turned on, the face disappeared. His eyes opened wide with shock, and he looked carefully at the window. He reached up and shut the light, not taking his eyes off the window now, and once the light was out, all he saw was his own reflection. It didn't look like his reflection for that split second he saw the image, but his sleepy eyes must have been playing tricks on him. He was tired and he chalked it up to just needing to lay down. He turned the light back on, lifted the driver armrest, so he could turn his body towards the opening into the back of the cab of the truck. He slipped his boots off, stood up in a hunched over position, undid his belt, and waddled to the cot built into the back of the cab. He turned on the small light above the cot, then turned around and made sure the light in the front was off. He closed the set of blinds behind the chairs, sat down on the cot, and began rubbing his eyes. He took his phone out and checked the time. It was almost 3 a.m. The sun would be up in about four hours. So that's how long he should try to sleep for, since he still has about 120 miles to trek. He could finish it in the morning 
meet his deadline, then stop somewhere and rest again, before he heads back up to Maine. He set the alarm in his phone, put it in the small cup holder on the side, laid his back down on the cot, feeling his back crack slightly, and took a deep breath. He reached over to shut the light, and with the blinds drawn, the only light that came into the cab was from the street lamps in the rest area, coming through two small windows on either side of the cab. Donald could look up ahead of himself, from where he was laying, and see the yellow tint coming through. He slowly closed his eyes and tried to ignore the minimal light and made his attempt to fall asleep. With his eyes closed, he could still sense the light, but he ignored it. Just as he might have drifted off, he noticed the light suddenly disappeared. Either the light outside died, broke, which almost never happens, from what he knew, or something was blocking the window. Despite wanting to keep his eyes closed, being thankful that now there was zero light in the cab, his natural instinct was to open them. As he did, he was met with a pair of eyes staring back at him through the window. He jumped up, flipped the switch on the cab light, glanced back to the window, and there was nothing there. This time, he knew he saw something. There was no way that this was his own reflection, not from the position he was laying in. He slid forward towards the small window and peered out of it, his eyes wandering all around the small area that he could see. Nothing but the woods on the side of the highway and the street lamp about 15 feet away. He slid over to the other side and looked out that window. Nothing but the other trucks, the highway, and the occasional car every few minutes. He leaned back in his cot and thought to himself how crazy this was. Thinking that he was seeing things? He's just tired. His mind is playing tricks on him. And all he needed was a few hours of some good sleep. He shut the light off again and laid back down. The problem now was, he couldn't keep his eyes closed, even if he tried hard enough. As he laid there, he started feeling the cab rock slightly, almost as if something was on the hood, or on the roof, rocking it. He thought that was weird, since these things are so heavy, you'd pretty much need to hit it with another car to feel it move on the inside. He looked up to the roof in confusion, then he heard the familiar sound of a pop in the metal hood on the front, as if something was standing on it. He sat up, reached over, and flew the curtains open, and was met with the full form attached to the face that he had been seeing this night. The eyes that met his were a dark yellow, peeled open as if there were no eyelids. The creature was covered in brown and gray fur. Its mouth filled with sharp teeth, exposed from having no lips or none that Donald could see. Shocked in fear, he sat back, watched the creature reach his hand out and expose its hairy, fingered hand. It only had four fingers, and the tips were razor sharp. How could Donald tell? The creature began to scratch at the windshield, leaving streaks running down the center. These glass windshields were as thick as iron, and meant to stop heavy objects from penetrating and protecting the drivers. Donald was certain they weren't like this for what he was experiencing, but he was happy that they were there. The creature snarled and growled a hungerous sound, and began to show its sharp teeth in its open mouth, drool leaking from in between. Donald was frozen for a moment, but then he thought about the crowbar he had in the front passenger seat. It was the only thing he had to defend himself in the cab. He leaned forward slightly, keeping his attention on the creature, the creature continuing to scratch and stare at him through the windshield. Donald's eyes wandered back and forth between the creature and the front seat as he leaned forward more 
slightly past the seats this time, he could see the crowbar in reaching distance. Suddenly, the creature lunged forward, banging both of its hands and its mouth on the windshield. Donald fell back and screamed, looking at the creature as the unnatural sounds of its hunger were all he could hear. Out of fear and desperation, he shouted, Fuck you! Lunged forward, grabbed the crowbar, and leaned back behind the seats, crowbar upright like a baseball bat, and Donald ready to start swinging. What he was met with was the shaking of the truck and the creature leaping off of the hood. He leaned forward and watched as the creature darted into the woods on all fours, into the darkness, until it was gone. Donald knelt down in the center of the front seats, breathing deeply, allowing himself to fall out of the shock of what he just experienced. He had no idea what kind of animal that was. Perhaps some wild monkey? But he's never seen or heard of a monkey that looked like that. But then again, Donald hasn't been everywhere. His only hope was that it wouldn't come back. He put the crowbar down and decided there was no time for sleep. He got up in the driver's seat, got himself put together, and ready to get on the road again. He attempted to turn the truck on, but it wouldn't kick over. He tried again and again, but still nothing. He attempted to turn on the dome light above him, but it didn't work either. Something was wrong with the electrical system. Donald feared the worse because this meant he had to go outside the truck and check to see if something was wrong. He reached over and picked up the crowbar, took a good look outside to the woods to see if he could see anything. He knew he might regret this, but he wanted to get as far away from here as soon as possible. He unlocked the driver door, opened it, and began to step down. As he dropped down, he immediately saw the electrical box on the side of the cab was destroyed, ripped apart, probably by the creature, and his heart sank. He looked around, hopeless, and wondering what would be the next course of action. He saw one of the trucks on the other side of the lot had their passenger door open. Maybe he had also seen the creature. He thought about safety in numbers, and decided to head over to see what was going on. As he approached the vehicle, holding the crowbar with both hands, barely 20 feet away from his own truck, he began to notice the scratches on the passenger window, similar to the ones on his own windshield. He tried shouting to get someone's attention. Hey! Anyone in there? You okay, buddy? Hello? No one answered. The closer he got, the more he smelled something rancid, something he had never smelt before. It turned in his stomach, and then he looked closely and noticed that there was blood dripping out of the passenger side. The realization and the smell together caused Donald to be sick, and he vomited on the spot. He held his mouth and began to march back to his truck. There was only one thing to do now. He had to call for help. He had to call 911 and get someone down here as soon as possible. His phone was in the cup holder in the back of the cab. He reached his truck, lifted himself up with ease, and slid into the driver's seat. He shut the door and locked it behind him, knowing he was going to conceal himself in the truck until help came. Before he could do anything else, he heard a familiar sound. The sound of the creature snarling and growling as it was on the hood but now it was in the back of the cab he sat back in the driver's seat breathing heavily and clenched the crowbar in his hands he knew the second he turned around he would meet face to face with those yellow eyes he took a deep breath and with all of his strength he swung back into the cab of the truck with his crowbar the creature caught his arm, grabbed it firmly, digging its sharp nails into it, and took a bite right into his flesh. 
Donald screamed in pain, and the creature ripped a chunk out. Donald's arm fell to the side. He looked down and saw the piece of his forearm that was bitten clean off to the point where he could see his own bones. He was in shock, and he was in severe pain, but he knew he needed to get away. He reached down and unlocked the door, hoping that maybe the creature was preoccupied. He kicked it open and attempted to jump out. But before he could, the creature had grabbed him by his arm and his neck, pulling him back into the truck. The last thing Donald felt was the clench of the creature's sharp teeth as it took another bite into his neck. Then it dragged him into the back seat, where it continued to enjoy its late-night snack. <laughs>